The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voice of search podcast today we're going to talk about seo media and the skill set that you need to master seo news joining us is jen rourke who is the seo lead at abc tv which has eight television stations and two brands owned by the walt disney company and today jen and i are going to talk about training large teams on seo news and this podcast is also sponsored by hrefs what if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's my conversation with Jen Rourke, the SEO lead at ABC TV. Jen, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you for having me. Excited to have you as our guest. Excited to talk not only with an SEO expert, somebody that's worked in news, media, you're also an audiophile here. I feel like you should be telling me how to run podcasts and make sure that people find them. Where have you been all my life? <laughs> yeah, doing TV and then audio on the side. Yeah, it's a good hobby. It's fun. A woman of many talents. So let's talk a little bit about news because, you know, we try to do a little news here, the breaking news for SEO. You're obviously doing the news news, you know, broader topics covering everything, but there's stories that pop up. You need to publish them quickly and also get Google to notice that they're there. Talk to me about not only the process for creating news content, but also how do you train the team to be ready to optimize for SEO at a moment's notice? Sure. So yeah, as you said, news really does pop up at a moment's notice. It's like lightning. We get a story, we confirm it. We have to put up a page of content as quickly as we possibly can. And so that involves a producer or multiple producers putting together copy, adding videos, and of course, optimizing that post. And because news is such a fast-paced discipline, we have to do all that in 
probably under five to 10 minutes, ideally. It's a very competitive space. And so we want to do it quickly, but we want to do it well. So we basically train all of our producers to sort of be in those triage situations and be able to execute optimization really quickly. We try to give our folks all of the tools that they need to be able to optimize in a, in a real fast-paced triage situation. And so we, we train them over and over again. We communicate in a really rapid-paced way when, when something's coming up. Um, and we try to help each other out as well. So when we train our producers, we train them in some of the super early basics of SEO. Everybody needs to know to look up which stories are trending and possibly what angles are already out there. We keep track on continuing stories to make sure that if something breaks in a storyline that already exists, that we are following the search interest as the days continue for that story so that we're ready if something breaks. And then we kind of have sort of SOPs where our teams can sort of look at cheat sheets and look at prior traffic One thing that we do really consistently is send out lots of data on what's already worked so that teams get accustomed to the idea that, okay, we did this type of story previously and this sort of framing worked. So we'll try that again this next time. And it's just about the repetition. And unfortunately with news, we see some of the same crisis scenarios over and over again. And so we can learn from previous story archetypes and keep reiterating those successes to the team so that they understand that's what I should do in the future until I hear differently. Insert Omicron variant joke here. (laughs) Same news. We're just swapping out what the new variant is and we get to republish it and learn what worked last time. Uh, I guess my follow-up is, and as much as I joke about sort of replicating the news, everything I know about how the news works basically comes from a couple of television shows. Have you seen either the morning show or newsroom, HBO and, and Apple television. So when I think of how the news works, and I, you know, my head goes to TV news most of the time, it's a dimly lit room. There's a producer wearing chinos and a flannel shirt, and breaking news happens. Somebody gets an anonymous tip, and there's a rush to double confirm it, and then they have to get it on TV first. And then after TV, you know, maybe the print guys start working on it. I'm sure there's journalists everywhere that do the written word before they do the television story as well. But basically, when the guy with the chino pants comes in and says, okay, here's the story, and it comes to your team, are you working with the journalists to write it quickly and giving them SEO tips? Are you taking what they're writing and publishing and try to optimize it? What's the process in terms of the news story breaks? Who writes? Who processes? How do you optimize? It's a pretty accurate description, although the newsrooms are no longer dimly lit because they all have to be on TV. So they're all very brightly lit. uh, Well, I was actually thinking about the studio portion, not the on-screen talent, right? They're behind the the glass window, the room with all the buttons and switches. Yes, yes, yes. That is a thing. So yeah, it's breaking situation. We are generally writing what the journalists are telling us, or most TV stations generally have an assignment desk full of folks whose job it is to literally gather and confirm tips and information. And so we're usually taking the facts from the assignment desk or the reporter and then 
we are translating it onto the web and then optimizing it. So, and then there are occasionally times where we will actually see something trending on search and we will go to the assignment desk or the reporter and say, hey, we would like to write this story. Any chance you could confirm it? Hey, reporter, why is Omicron trending? Didn't we skip a couple of Greek letters here? <laughs> exactly. So we're, we're always putting the pieces together sort of for the journalists in terms of the digital content. Now, that's in a breaking news situation. We also have a lot of content that isn't breaking. Because when you think of the news, you do think of those breaking situations. And that's sort of what we're training up for. Breaking news situations are kind of like the World Series of baseball. We play a lot of baseball that isn't the World Series. But then, you know, you get to that dare to be great moment. And so the other times that we're putting stories together, we usually have more lead time. Either a reporter has gone out that day and researched a story and is putting it together. And in some cases, reporters will even come to us and say, hey, what do you recommend for a headline in terms of optimization? And so we can give recommendations in that case. In my ideal, amazing scenario, reporters actually, when they're going out to a story, will actually come to us and ask, what has performed well previously for this story? And what are people interested in today? Is there an angle that I can look at? And that sort of goes back to the most basic of SEO training when we're training some of the folks that may not even touch the digital platforms, but we want them to think about search before they go out and do a whole story about something that people from our data aren't particularly interested in or searching for. So you run the SEO properties at a media business that has lots of content demands. You're doing breaking news. You're updating stories. You're working on stories in advance. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So I think that you're well positioned to talk about the team training. You not only have to train your writers, the publishers, you're also working with the reporters, the assignment desks. Talk to me about the training process that you go through with your organization to make sure that everybody thinks digital first and understands what's likely to rank. Yeah, Absolutely. So when I start super basic SEO training with any group of folks, whether they are going to be heavily involved in digital or not, I always just take a look at the Google landscape. Uh, I think 
especially in TV news, we tend to think of our competition as being other TV stations in our market. But showing examples of how our content on digital is competing against newspapers and blogs and online publishers, I think gives a lot of, especially folks that have been in TV for a long time, a sense of what the broader landscape on digital actually looks like and how much competition we're actually facing. And then showing them sort of around Google Trends and just getting a sense of, hey, the internet has things that it prefers. And the internet is showing you, you know, I always say data is your audience talking to you. That is, that is the best way, you know, your audience is never going to reach out to you en masse. And so that doing trends research and looking at Google Trends and things like that will actually give you a sense of what it is that your audience is interested in. And that's how your articles and stories and videos are going to reach more people. That's ultimately the goal is to get your articles and photos and videos to a place where more people will consume them and see your work. So we always start there because I think that helps make people excited about SEO, which in general for most reporters, especially TV, it's not the most exciting and flashy flashy of the uh, disciplines that we have to learn in journalism. And so explaining to them that this is how you get your story in front of more people, that's how we kind of get it started. And then we do have some reporters and Simon Desk folks that will actually contribute and put some of their articles into the CMS for initial proofreading. Um, And so we try to get to them to think about linking and highlighting certain pieces of their article that they think are the most interesting, you know, thinking about what could become a snippet if it's a consumer reporter, for example, thinking about the pieces of their article that are most interesting from a search perspective. And maybe if they're sectioning an article, those pieces go a little bit higher. And then we just talk about framing the article and what, you know, filling out. We have a lot of fields in our CMS, as I think a lot of media outlets do. And, you know, some of them are more important for search than others. So sort of honing in on the things that are going to be most, give you the biggest lift in terms of, of um, you know, search visibility for your piece. And then teaching them to also look at the competitive landscape, right? So if you're on a piece that someone has already covered, you know, taking a look at does this, is what is the search intent behind this existing article? And is there some new search intent? If we look in trends, is there a new search intent that we can cover? Are we about to rewrite an article exactly that somebody else already did? And if so, how do we make that article stronger to sort of counterbalance, you know, the competition's already done this piece. What can we do differently or what can we do better than, than they did? So that's sort of the basics. It seems like, just to reiterate some of the things that you're talking about, it seems like first your ex- the first exercise in trying to train somebody on your team to understand the practice of SEO is teaching them the value it has for them. Hey, you're a writer, you're on the assignment desk. Here's how you can think about getting more visibility for your post. And then you're walking them through some of the tools that they can use, Google Trends. And for some of your more advanced students, since you're doing the training, you're walking them through entering the content into your CMS and thinking about things that are practical SEO, like linking and making sure that your content is differentiated, actually developing net unique content. When you think about the actual optimization, right? Somebody's coming in, they're submitting a piece of content for the CMS or your team is writing it. What's the process that you have for editing and optimizing not only the new content that's coming in, but there's obviously a ton of content that's already on the site. 
How do you think about training the actual SEO team for what they should be focused on, not just dealing with the new, but also the sort of historically relevant content? So it's interesting that you phrase it that way because we don't really have an SEO team per se for this set of stations. And that's why it's so important for the producers to... The producers are our SEO team. And so we really teach the digital producers are always sort of the last line of defense again, you know, after the reporter or desk person submits their story. And so they're going to go through and optimize the pages for... They're going to take a second look at what the reporter's done. Um, They're going to take a second look at the title tags, the description tags, anything that we still want to focus on. And they're also going to beef up the article where we might have related content that the reporter or producer doesn't know about. And then in a perfect world, right, I would get a chance to look at every article before they go out, but that's not going to happen. And so that's part of why we train everyone so extensively to think about SEO before an article goes out, because there's no way I'm going to get to all of them. But I do go back through after the fact and we'll do a lot of QCing on articles, specifically big articles where if we've put reporter resources to it, we might do a lot of linking between uh, related articles or, for example, like change up some of the title tagging or add some additional information. One of the things that is difficult in television is brevity. TV scripts are actually, when you look at the amount of information and the length of them, incredibly short. Most reporter packages on television are, are less than two minutes. And that doesn't actually translate to a lot of information. So a lot of what we're doing is actually additional information gathering, whether it's from the reporter or from other resources that we have or other wire services that we have, and trying to build the most robust piece of content to really sort of meet that search intent as completely as we possibly can because, and that's newspapers have a huge advantage because newspapers have been writing lengthy articles for a long time and and online, online publishers as well. They're typically pretty skilled in getting all that information onto a page and the linking and the adding additional assets. So we have had to really kind of train up our teams so that they, you know, understand that a TV script And one video is probably not going to be sufficient to win the SEO game um, because, again, we're out there competing against the newspapers and the online publishers. And so taking what we get from television and building it out further to make sure that we can kind of get ahead of that game, that's really what we end up focusing on a lot of the time in terms of SEO strategy. It's fascinating to hear how the media industry is sort of overlapping the television news stations need to focus on SEO. The newspapers need to focus on creating video. And there's sort of a blending of all of these properties, which means that the skill sets required for being in these jobs are changing. And hopefully everyone is learning a little bit about SEO. And that's what we're going to continue this conversation to talk about in tomorrow's episode. So that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jen Rourke, the SEO lead at ABC TV. In part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Jen and I are going to talk about diversifying your SEO skill set. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Jen, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter where her handle is Midwest Ninja, great Twitter handle, M-I-D-W-E-S. T-N-I-N-J-A, or you could visit her company's website, which is abcotvs.com. 
And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data.